one, two, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. Waking up with today's best music, Energy 95.3. Waking every morning. When you wake up in the morning. Now, here's Tucker and Mora. Welcome to the Take Two Podcast. You've made it. You have arrived. So, this is where we look back at the week on the air. The week that was. So, if you missed anything, you might get a chance to hear it in this podcast. And if it's something you heard before and you're like, I heard this already. Then you just press that skip 30 seconds, mm-hmm. skip 30 seconds, skip 30 seconds or button. Or maybe it'll be even better the second <laughs> time. Tucker, right? Could be. Don't forget <laughs> to subscribe to the podcast so you know when the new one comes out. And uh, we'll do it every week. Thanks for listening. How far did you go to help a stranger? Go ahead. What'd you do? So I um, last year signed up through an agency to volunteer as a surrogate. Wow. wow. <laughs> okay, you may have taken the cup this morning. <laughs> no, honestly, like I've always handled pregnancy and birth really well, and I just figured like I might as well pass that gift along to someone who can't conceive naturally on their own, and it was just like the most amazing, most empowering thing I've ever done in my life. I'm getting chills listening to this. And maybe it's because I have two friends. Um, I, they're a gay couple and they would like to have a child. And it's been a real struggle to find somebody who's willing to carry a baby for them. Yeah, not a lot of women enjoy um, the ups and downs of pregnancy, the morning sickness. And like, I was just blessed not to have any sort of issues at all. Like, I have four kids of my own and always had very easy pregnancies. So, wow. And, you know, and it becomes competitive. Like, my friends, you know, will talk about how they'll go and they'll be interviewing. Like, basically, yeah. the surrogate chooses between multiple families that want to use them. Oh, really? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the agency, like, they created a profile for me and then sent it out to all of their, uh, what they call, intended parents. And then um, they sent back three different couples that had selected me, and I got to like kind of review their profiles and decide which couple I wanted to carry for. What a selfless act, oh, really, yeah. because you can't take money. I know that they can cover expenses. Yeah, no, a lot of people think that I made money off of it, but it's actually illegal in Canada to get yeah. for surrogacy. But I knew that I wasn't going to be out of pocket anything, and that's like my biggest concern. Like, right. I'm a single mom with four kids. I definitely can't afford to be spewing out money and all of this. So I knew that I couldn't afford that. And as long as my expenses were covered, I knew I'd be good. And yeah, a lot of people say that every pregnancy is so different, but you find that every single time it's no big deal for you? With my four kids um, that I had for myself, I... I had very similar pregnancies and births. For some reason, with the surrogacy, it was very different. <laughs> Go I, figure. I don't know why. It could be I'm like five years older now. I'm only 30, but like it could be that I'm five years older having this baby versus my youngest. Right. Or it could also be that it wasn't genetically mine or that it was conceived through IVF and not through natural means. So there's a lot of variables at play, so I don't know why. But you, but got, you carried the baby and everything's fine? Yeah, she came out perfect, healthy. She's eight months old now, so she she's the sweetest, most adorable baby I've ever. Oh. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Just so you know, I used to listen to you guys on ninety nine point nine. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Actually, when I gave birth back in November, you guys were still on air, and then when I came back from my um, short mat leave, I was only off for a couple months. You were gone, and I actually called my boyfriend crying. I was so upset. Aww. And then, like, literally a week later, I found you guys, because my next best favorite station was 95.3. Wow. And so I was like, I'm boycotting 99.9 for what you guys when I Googled it and decided to switch. And then literally within a week, you guys came on air on that channel. I was, like, freaking out. So excited. Meant to Yay. be. It was meant to be. <laughs> Thank so, you so yeah, much. Have you back in my morning routine? Thank you. We're glad to have you back. Awesome. Thanks so much. Take care. How far did you go to help a stranger, Melanie? How far did you go? Well, um, I gave CPR to a 94-year-old man in a plaza parking lot a few years back. You performed CPR. I did. Yes. How did it all go down? Like, how did you come across him? Well, a few of my colleagues and I were out for lunch, and we were leaving the uh, the restaurant, and um, we noticed a man right next to my car who was slumped over in the front seat, and there were two older gentlemen also sitting in the back seat, and uh, his friend was running around the parking lot frantically asking if there was a nurse or a doctor around, oh. and uh, I am not that. 
but um, I, I had asked him what was going on, and he said, I think my friends had a heart attack. Oh. So pulled the man out of the car, checked for pulse, no pulse, so started doing chest compressions. And How long did you have to do compressions until, you know, the uh, EMS people showed up? It felt like it was an hour. Like, it, it was, I'm pretty sure it was about seven minutes that we were doing We were on the phone with 911, and she just kept saying, do about 600 compressions. Ambulance and police got there. So, of course, you talked to the police officers, and uh, and he said, do you want to know, like, we're going to take him to the hospital, but do you want to know if, you know, he made it? Or oh, that's such a tough one to want to know, right? Like, you do if he survives, but uh, then, so <laughs> yeah, what, what did you say? So I said no initially, and we sat in my car for a little bit and and just kind of pondered it. And obviously, I couldn't drive because I was a little uh, a little shaky. But uh, then I got out of the car and I talked to the officer and I said, you know what? I think I do want to know. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I I want to know if I did the right thing. So yeah. police officer called me not too much longer and said. You know, Melanie, you should be very proud of yourself. And of course, when they say that to you, you're like, oh, God, he died, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of your first reaction. And he said, well, you know what? We got a pulse. And uh, and it was pretty exciting, you know. It was, yeah, uh, you did your part. Have, absolutely. But unfortunately, he did pass away later on that week. Aww. But you know what? If I, if I kept him alive long enough for his family to... You know, to see him and to, to say their goodbyes, then you know what? I think uh, I think I probably did the right thing. Mm, you're making me well up, Melanie. <laughs> that is so sweet. You're right. Any extra time you gave him would have been so worth it. Hey, thanks for sharing your story. Wow. Thank you. Thanks, guys. You're a hero. What did you do to help a stranger, Beth? I performed CPR. Have you? We talked to somebody yesterday who performed CPR. What, what was the scenario in which you had to uh, pull out your skills? I was working at Medieval Times, and the person didn't realize they were allergic to horses and ended up collapsing. Wow. You can be that allergic to horses that you go into, like, full-on anaphylactic shock? Yep. He had no idea because he was a city boy, not a country boy, so... Huh. So, are you one of the uh, the wenches that are serving, <laughs> or are you down with the horses? At the time, I was the mistress of the castle. Oh, oh. are they really called wenches there? <laughs> I think they call them wenches. They do call them wenches. You're right. <laughs> Seems wrong. It does, yes. <laughs> Did you have to pull off any armor from the guy before you started performing CPR? No, it was just a guest. So how long did you actually, and not to make light of the situation, that must have been like a real crazy scenario that rocked you for a while. It did. So I saved the guy, ambulance came, they had to do their thing. Then he sent a letter to Medieval Times asking for his money back. What? (laughs) He did not. You didn't get a tip? I didn't get anything. Not even recognition. Nothing. Not even like... Thank you for saving my life. No, it was, I want my money back. (laughs) Wow. And were you having nightmares about this? Was there any kind of PTSD? No. Actually, I was in school at the time for nursing. So it just brought out more of my skill. (laughs) Did anyone think it was just part of the show? No, because it was actually out in the lobby. Ah, too bad. I might have thought it was just all part of the show, folks. (laughs) Yeah. Beth. It was a little nerve-wracking, but... Nice job. You deserve a round of applause. What is a more rewarding job, being a nurse or the mistress of the (laughs) castle? I would say nursing is more rewarding, for sure. Okay. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Well, doctors can be a pain, but it's rewarding. Be safe today, and hopefully you don't have to perform CPR on anybody. (laughs) And Kate, welcome to the Hello Game. This is where we call people who are working in a convenience store. All we do is say hello over and over again. And your job is to guess how many hellos we're going to get back before they get frustrated and hang up. Okay. How many hellos are you going with this morning? Uh, Seven. Seven. You got to be right within three. We give you a little margin of error there, plus or minus. Here is this morning's call. Morning, can I help you? Hello. Hello. 
Hello? 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 Yeah. Hello? Hello, I'm hearing you. Hello? 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 Do you hear me? Hello? Yeah, I'm hearing you. Just tell me. Hello? Yeah, I'm hearing you. Just tell me. Go ahead. Hello? I'm hearing you. Hello? Hello, I'm hearing you. Can you go ahead, please? Hello? I'm hearing you. Hello? Hello, I'm hearing you. Hello? Yeah, you can hear you? You can hear me? Hello? I'm hearing you. Do you hear me? Hello? 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 Wow! That guy was the most polite, patient man on the planet. I know. I got to write a list of the places we call and just got to go in and spend like $100 yeah. each one of them. Seriously. You said seven. We got nine. That means you are a winner Woo! this morning. Nice job, yeah. Kate. Congratulations. I would just like to thank somebody who is dear to my heart, and that is the person who invented summer camps for kids. (laughs) Sleepaway camp, to be more specific. (laughs) Maura, it is the greatest. (laughs) How long have they been gone for? They left Sunday. Oh. So two nights. So two nights. Two nights. (laughs) Oh, yeah? And 11 to go. Not that I'm counting. Wow. So what have you been doing for those two nights? You know, nothing worthwhile. You know what I did yesterday? This is terrible, but it's like one of those things that you dream of being able to do if you had no kids. So I have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. Okay. And uh, yesterday, I had my nap like I normally do. Woke up at around 4. I didn't get out of bed till 6 p.m. I just lied there. And I was on my phone, and I was looking at stuff, and I was watching videos on YouTube, and I just felt tired, and I had no reason to get up because my wife wasn't going to be home till after 7 p.m. See, that sounds boring to me. And then for dinner, you want to know what my first course was? What? Leftover popcorn (laughs) that my wife had brought home on Saturday. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. I am only responsible for me. Uh Uh-huh. It's the greatest. So you're just becoming a schlub and you're not getting out of bed and just eating old stale food? I know. It's pretty bad. Well, no, I hope to to start to do something with my days. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's pretty good. Imagine Harvest. You send her off to some place that she's going to have a blast at. Yeah. You just get a parenting vacation. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Right now, if she's gone, I usually like spoon one of her stuffed animals just because it has a bit of her smell on her, on on that. You're not there yet, eh? Oh, yeah. I'm doing that all the time. (laughs) Not at all. I sleep with my kids' pillows so I can still smell them. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that sounds a bit creepy, doesn't it? It does. In a few years, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, thank you to the inventor of sleepaway camp you are my hero there is an adult entertainment club strip club uh-huh that is uh, just posted on facebook marketplace that they are giving away for free all of their old couches all of them that's right they're doing a renovation that means you could have two that match potentially <laughs> that's a good point you could create a living room set you sure could Uh, They do say, in quotations, use at your own risk. Oh. (laughs) Which is not really a selling feature. Well, now, hold on. I would assume that they're probably leather, if not pleather or vinyl, which means you could wipe them down. I'm sure you could hose it down if you wanted to. Oh, Mora. You know, I think it's actually better than the couch I had in university, which we found on the curb in Montreal, and it had no cushions on it so we put patio furniture cushions on it and then threw a curtain over top of it and that was my couch for four years yeah because you could just throw a curtain over this and then it's like a brand new couch and it has the original cushions on it if it has cushions it's better than my old couch (laughs) does it come with cushions it comes with cushions yeah it's fully intact
You would never want that couch. Oh, God. No, I'd rather <laughs> lie on the floor. Clearly, I have no I idea what goes on in those cloths. You, you bring up a good point, though. If you just cover it with something thick, I mean, if it didn't have bed bugs, you know, the old days of just picking up a free couch, mm-hmm. those days are kind of gone. Yeah, you don't bed see bugs. that anymore. I mean, a lot of the couches I've, you know, had in apartments were couches that originated at a Salvation Army or a Goodwill or, or that kind found of place. on the curb. Or somebody got rid of it at the end of their year and school and I picked it up for mine. Sure. Bundus. Worse than an adult nightclub to find a, a couch from or to get a couch from. Uh, I would say a recording studio. Some of the some of the studios I've worked in have had some pretty nasty couches in oh, really? yeah. spaces and lots of stories behind them. Like, really? So an audio recording studio, stay away from. Wow. See, I was thinking, you know, just like maybe from a psychiatrist's office. Oh, yeah, because there's like the couches like... <laughs> just tears and mucus all over <laughs> it. <laughs> People just dishing it out there. Right. That couch has been around a lot. And just the yeah. bad mojo, you yeah. know, from all the terrible stories that have been told on that couch. Sure. Maybe like a crack den. <laughs> yeah well there you go there's another there's place. not many worse places than this already i'm still interested in all these couches you I guys know, are bringing I up know. i'm like well how bad is the crackdown couch do i need to take cushions from my outdoor furniture and put them on the couch so i don't get a spring in the butt yeah i can do that i can work with these restrictions all right well the place is called scarlet's cabaret search for it on your facebook marketplace and who knows maybe you can have a whole new set <laughs> Kim and Phil, welcome to Hit That Post! It could be our most challenging one yet, as I don't know if we've had an intro time of this length. Mm-hmm. You know how a radio DJ just like talks perfectly over the intro of a song before they start singing? Yeah, unlike myself. Unlike Tucker, yeah. or, or myself, really. But a lot of them do it really well. So we're going to give Kim and Phil a chance to go head-to-head this morning and see who does it better. Okay, now show us how it's done, Maura. Well, I'll try. 26 seconds starts now. Oh, what a beautiful day. I got to send this one out to Jimbo, who's uh, working at uh, with the Grain Bakery in Guelph, making those sweet lemon squares this morning. Jim, put an extra lemon in there for me, buddy. Oh, yeah. It's Post Malone. This is uh, Sunflower on Energy 95.3. Oh, look at that. That's how it's done right there. Kim and Phil are going to have to do the same thing, except they're going to have to incorporate a keyword. Kim, ladies first. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Here is your keyword. <laughs> you can do this, Kim. Your keyword that you have to work in there somewhere is... Indubitably. Indubitably. The song is Sunflower from Post Malone. 26 seconds, and it starts now. Hello, Toronto. It's Kim from Welland with Tucker and Mora. We're about to play a song by Post Malone called Sunflower, and it's indubitably awesome. Let's go and get to that concert. It's going to be a great time. Have lots of fun. Drink it up. Rock it out. <laughs> well, Post Malone does his thing on stage because he loves his band. Let's go. It is hey! Okay, Kim. You hit that post. You hit that post. <laughs> Phil. All right. Your turn now. Now, what is Phil's key word? Phil, are you ready for this? I am. Your keyword mm. is orthotics. <laughs> orthotics. Okay. Okay. That's going to be hard to beat in terms of hitting the post better than Kim, but maybe you can just zip it up a little bit. We'll see here. And 26 seconds starts now. You've reached. <laughs> He just hung up. (laughs) (laughs) Was orthotics too much? Was it too much? I don't know. I don't know. It was a tough one. Oh. Oh, Kim's like, uh Kim, you're just that intimidating when you play Hit That Post. (laughs) Kim, you got it, obviously. Congratulations. So a man was just arrested, Tucker, for smuggling $44,000 worth of cocaine onto a plane. 
So how big would that be? That would be like the size of a, a smushed grapefruit. Okay. Did he A, put it inside his adult diaper? B, stuff it inside freshly baked cannoli? Or mm-hmm. C, transport it under his toupee? I mean, I gotta think it's the adult diaper because... I mean, if, if it was the size of a smooshed grapefruit, even if, even if somebody did notice there was something there, what are the chances they're going to want to look and see what it is? <laughs> you know what I mean? I might be just like, you know what, go ahead. Uh, under his toupee. Oh, I was wrong. And it looked just like you think it would. It looked like there was a smooshed grapefruit under his toupee. Uh, this is a, a man <laughs> who was arrested in Barcelona. Coming from Colombia. His toupee could barely cover it. I don't know what made him think he was going to get away with this. He was extremely nervous on top of everything else. Oh, could you imagine? And the crazy thing is, is that in Colombia, they let him get on the plane. So I don't know if he got away with it or if they let him get on the plane because they did notify officials in Barcelona that the plane was hot, which means that it's transporting probably a smuggler. Okay. So they knew when the plane landed that they were going to search somebody, probably him. Maybe they let him transport it so that they can convict him of actually doing that. Well, where would you try and hide it? If you were, if let's <laughs> say in order to save your family's life, yeah, someone's held your daughter and your oh. husband hostage. They say, Mora, we'll release them if you smuggle $44,000 of cocaine to Spain. Well, I feel like um, high-heeled shoes, like platform shoes, like I, I feel like you could build something where you got a compartment. Oh, wedges, you mean? Yeah. Almost hollow it out? But I'm sure that's been done before. Okay. That's why they t- ask you to take your shoes off and put them through the x-ray thing, right? Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going down for sure. Family's dead. What Sorry. about you? Um, <laughs> I'm going to tape it to my body, I think. I'm not going to swallow anything. That just seems too risky. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think I could do it the other way. Sometimes people smuggle stuff into, right. you know. Uh, I think if it's that small, I'm just going to put it between my legs and I'm going to kind of tape it to my thigh. Oh, you're going down. <laughs> people are going to be like, well, who's this? <laughs> who's this? <laughs> who's this guy? Is that a banana in your pocket? <laughs> or what? Is that a smooshed grapefruit? <laughs> So it turns out you've probably been eating chocolate wrong all this time. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're not supposed to chew your chocolate. Supposed to suck it? You're supposed to press it up on Mm. the roof of your mouth and let it dissolve by sucking it. Look at you. Yeah, exactly. Like you knew that. I said suck it. Pardon? (laughs) That's exactly what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you said what? (laughs) I said you're supposed to suck it. And I snapped. I lost it. Remember the champ? I don't know what you're... What's the champ? You never heard the champ on the radio. So tell me about this champ. Like, he's a character? It was just this bit that was, I think, on every rock radio station in Canada for a long time. Okay. It was this uh, DJ named Bro Jake, and he had this character called the champ. And he was a retired boxer. And he'd have these conversations with people, and he'd always mishear things. Okay. And it always sounded way worse than it really was. Right. Like, I could play you a clip here. You might have to use some earmuffs if you have a child in the car or something. What, what's being said isn't wrong, but how he interprets it is. Right. I'll play you a clip. I, I don't want to play the whole thing because it'll take too long, but this is uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff on YouTube. <laughs> In this particular instance, the champ is talking about how his wife, Mrs. Champ, has been spending some time organizing these dances for the police. Okay. These, like, police balls. Okay. So the other day, I'm over talking to Sergeant Pablo Popeye. Pretty interesting guy. He's over there at the front desk the other day, and he loves the job Mrs. Champ has done for all the dances. And he says to me, he says, Champ, I gotta tell you, I really like the way Mrs. Champ is handling our policeman's balls. So stupid. it. <laughs> he said, I really love the way Mrs. Champ is handling our policeman's balls. Yeah. Well, I lose it. Lose it! Stop! Overreact! And he punches them. (laughs) 
he had a story every day. Really? Yeah, where he just misheard something. <laughs> Pardon? That's so stupid. I know, it's crazy. Ever been to a club and you just wish you could control the music yourself because the DJ is wrecking your vibe? Oh, I bet that's you all the time. <laughs> I've never met somebody who's harder on somebody playing music than Mora. Just at your she house. But no, but at your house, if, if somebody grabs Mora's phone to play a song... Yeah. In your kitchen, when you're hanging out with a bunch of people, yeah, it drives you crazy. Well, you yeah. need to be in control all the time. I like, like controlling you are a, the vibe. You're yes. a control freak. When it comes to music. Yeah. Yeah, I am. If I was DJing at a club and this app was being used, it would drive me insane. Oh, yeah, because you'd be like, nobody knows what they're talking about. Yeah. I know how to set the vibe here. <laughs> well, you'd hope that the DJ does know how to set the vibe, but a Toronto man has come up with an app that takes the control out of the DJ's hand. It's called PSLY. Anyone who downloads the app can vote on the next song, and whichever song gets the most votes gets played. End of story. Could there not be some serious trolling happening there? Like, you're not at the club, but you have the app, and you just start, like... Mm. Messing with people? You know, rickrolling people? Yeah. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you're at this... You're, oh, yeah. <laughs> Having a great time. <laughs> hey! I love dancing oh, yeah. in this club! Oh, 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 oh. And then, <laughs> you know, you got some people at their homes <laughs> with the app, and all of a sudden... You're like, what the hell? What am I at? I never thought of that, people. Oh, yeah. Back to this. Oh. Hey, 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 Welcome to Tucker and Mora's Definition. This is the game where you get to learn about a new word. Yeah. Okay, so Carrie... We're going to tell you a word, and then we're going to each take a turn telling you what the definition of that word is. You have to pick who is telling the truth. The word this morning is collywobble. Mora, <laughs> what is collywobble? What does it well, mean? Carrie, collywobble is actually a type of spider native to South America. And it got its name Collywobble for two reasons. One, because of its very bizarre mating call, which kind of sounds like... And two, because it actually wobbles along its web. It's got a bizarre walk. The Collywobble spider. Okay, Laura, thank you. You're welcome. We now go to our friend Chris Bundes and... The definition of collywobble, Bundes. All right, Carrie. Collywobble is actually a word to describe stomach pain. So if you were about to give a presentation and you were a bit nervous about it, there'd be a good chance that you'd have a case of the collywobbles. Mmm. Case of the collywobbles, eh? Yeah. Okay, Carrie. It's Tucker here. Let me tell you about what collywobble really means. Collywobble is a term to describe somebody who's walking funny as they're trying to get to the bathroom. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all had a case of the collywobbles. Oh. I mean, I can remember a story Mora has told yes. about her famously drinking a laxative tea without realizing it was a laxative tea. I collywobbled all the way home on the TTC, let me tell you. Boy, was she collywobbling all over Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Three definitions for the word collywobble. You pick the right one, you're going to post Malone. What do you think? Who is telling the truth this morning? Hmm, I don't know. This is a hard one, but I'm just going to guess Mora. What does the collywobble sound like again, Mora? <laughs> Bizarre oh, mating call, yeah. Carrie, you're wrong. That is made up. Oh. I know, she had a lot of details there, too. Yeah, Thank you so much for trying. Pretty sure that was quite obvious that I was lying, wasn't it? <laughs> Christy. Hi. 
You get a shot at this now. Christy. It's down to Bundus or myself, Tucker. Collywobble. Stomach pain or walking funny when you really have to go to the bathroom? I'm going to go with Bundus. You would be right. Yeah. Nice job. I should name spiders. (laughs) You know? I may have killed a collywobble in my basement this morning. Oh, no. (laughs) Hey, there's this new dating event. It's actually worked really well in Boston, so now they're going to do it in New York City, where you get to make a PowerPoint presentation on why singles should date your friend. And you do it in front of of a crowded bar at a singles event. And the presentations are all like standard PowerPoint presentations where you got your bullet lifts, you got your pie charts, you got pictures, you got graphs, and um, you can use a laser pointer. This is my friend, Maura. (laughs) And as you can see here on slide two, she likes to have fun. But on slide three, you'll know that she likes to go to bed before 11 p.m. (laughs) On slide five, here are her interests. You can note on... uh, uh, bullet point one that she's into going for long walks. Bullet point two indicates, you know, I'm already tuning out. It sounds like the most boring thing ever. It's working though. It's just catching on. It's called date my friend dot ppt powerpoint presentation yeah i don't even know how to use powerpoint i just like the pie chart thing i've saw a couple pie charts for it and it's like she likes dogs and she likes to cook and here's a whole pie wheel as you can see from the pie here maura is 35 percent interested in eating nice food and there's a 12 percent section here that's reserved for mcdonald's mcflurries that she'll order every week on uber eats yeah it's true I will I'm willing to pay eleven dollars for a McFlurry. Because that's how much the delivery charge is at the end. You pay eleven dollars? Why don't you go buy a thing at Hagen Dawes nah, for I want five ninety nine? I want the McFlurry, Tucker. Oh, you're crazy. I'm sorry. There's a handful of things that are going viral this morning, one of which you may have seen on Twitter, and it is the video of the guy who's on a plane. Mm-hmm. He is sitting in economy. <laughs> He's at the front section right behind the bulkhead that divides the two sections. Yeah. And his TV screen is mounted on the bulkhead. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a reach for him. He doesn't have a seat in front of him. So in order to navigate on the touchscreen, he's using his foot instead of his hand. Yeah. Sockless foot. A bare foot. Bare foot. And people are losing their marbles over this one freaking out so gross but i look at that and i think what is the big deal that's a stinky foot using a screen that i'm gonna touch later i would bet you that unless he had just washed his hands or used hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. that his hands could be dirtier than his toes you know i don't know to me if you were okay how long was he standing in that customs line? How tight are those shoes? What kind of socks is he wearing? I'm not wearing? saying his feet didn't smell a bit, but I, <laughs> I, I would think there would be fewer germs on his toes than on his hands. If you were to ask me what I'd rather have in my mouth, yes. that guy's toe or that guy's index finger, <laughs> I'm picking his toe every single time. You're going toe? I'm going toe! Especially if that toe had been wrapped in a sock I'm going, shortly after I'm going, a shower. Uh, no, I'm going to take finger. Uh, on Twitter, I'm Yo Tucker, and I uh, retweeted that so you can see that. Another thing that's going viral right now on Twitter is there's uh, this guy who's posing with a panhandler. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was there's a panhandler. You probably have this near your neighborhood. That's that person you see all the time. Mm-hmm. So this guy eventually offers him a job doing work for him, $15 oh. an hour, and wow. offered to uh, you know to help him get off the streets. Great. Like he wanted to make an impact. Mm-hmm. And the panhandler refused the offer and basically <laughs> swore at him, told him to leave him alone. Really? So this guy now has been showing up where the panhandler is, holding up a sign that says, I offered him $15 <laughs> an hour to do yard work for me, and he refused. <laughs> Yeah, there that you go. Sounds like he's a bit of a jerk, though. <laughs> it does. And the other thing is uh, that's going viral is an animal doing their version of Baby Shark. Okay, bring it. That's the original. I don't know if you can handle this. It is a parrot <laughs> chirping and singing along Baby Shark. Baby <laughs> Uh, that is 
so I thought it was cute. fake at first, and then I saw the video, and I'm like, nah, that's a parrot. It's a white parrot. Parrots seem awesome, don't they? I don't know. I feel like they're awesome for 10 minutes. And then two hours later of listening to this, you probably want to shoo it away. I'm pretty sure I heard parrots have like a lifespan that humans do. So if you get a parrot, you got it for like 100 years. Really? Well, I would hate to hear that that. song. (laughs) Yeah, you imagine? You're 80. If your parrot learns this song, the lifespan is decreasing every single day. Trust me. Whoops, accidentally left the front door open. Just looking at a bunch of things that are going viral. One is kind of funny to me. Uh, and it's not even new. Guinness just re-released a video of a woman who set the record for the lowest note sung by a woman. a bit uncomfortable listening to that. It makes you feel a bit gaggy. Hi, my name is Janice. <laughs> I just set the Guinness World Record for the lowest vocal note sung by a female. <laughs> la, la, da, 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 da. <laughs> what what, and, what now, good is You that? want to know what's crazy is that the lowest note ever sung by a man, mm-hmm. it's uh, held by a guy named Tom Storms. The lowest note is eight octaves below the lowest note on a piano it's a range only elephants can hear no yeah like i couldn't play you the note because we wouldn't be able to hear it <laughs> but we could go to the zoo and play it for the elephants and they'd probably be like make it stop they would be like that's the best ever <laughs> uh this one's kind of funny so it's a mom recording her little son who's trying to go to the bathroom alone and wants some privacy cute oh, are you are you pooping? Yeah, bye. You, oh, bye. Okay. You gotta close the door. Bye. Bye. Are you making stinks in there? Bye. Okay. He just wants to get away from her. He doesn't even have to go to the bathroom. He just wants ten minutes away. <laughs> yeah. From that. A little privacy, please. <laughs> You're making stinks in there. Yeah. Give me a break. Uh, bye. Are you making stinks in there? Bye. Oh, get out of here. I just want 10 minutes to myself. Okay, you ready for the sex tip that's gone viral? Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm going to lay it out there. A lot of people are talking about this. Okay. But it does, I have to explain some things. Okay. If you have little people, you might want to turn it down for 20 seconds. So the tip that's going viral right now is called spell coconut. Mm-hmm. And it's simple. Mm-hmm. All right. Woman? Mm-hmm. On top? Mm-hmm. And the idea is that with her hips, she spells the word coconut. (laughs) The gong. Spell the word coconut. Okay. C-O-C. Okay. There it is. With my hips? A lot of people talking about that right now. All things that have gone viral. So did you use that face swap app to have a little fun and mess with your face and make yourself look old like everybody did? Tucker and I did. You can actually see our picture on at Energy 95.3 Radio on our Instagram account. The problem I was having is that uh, Maura wasn't looking old enough, so I had to put her through the filter three times. <laughs> Thanks for that. You should see what it looks like. Now I look 208. <laughs> and so do you, actually. But you're still smiling and you still have all your teeth, or at least it looks like you have all your teeth. And I look like I might be 125. I look like a character you would see living in a ditch in Lord of the Rings. Yes. You know what I mean? A troll. Like Gollum's neighbor. <laughs> Dave. See, here's the problem. <laughs> We're all having so much fun with this, but we actually have been giving Russian spies access to all of our photos on our phone. This app is actually a privacy nightmare. Did you check the terms and condition box when you signed up? Because you basically gave them permission to see all your edited pictures, all your unedited pictures, to use your photos on any sort of promotion, on a billboard, in a commercial, to use your photos that you didn't even use on the app. They now have access to all the photos on your phone. And some are wondering if they're building a facial recognition program and a big database of all of us.
I would like to see art picture used for a Viagra commercial. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect for that because it's our promotional shot when we were in the bed together. Yeah. And so now it says not virgins anymore. And you see a couple of really old people smiling in bed. (laughs) Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. Be like, good morning. Good morning, Mama. <laughs> if you could imagine your voice to match that face, it would kind of be like an old witch's voice, you know. <laughs> and you'd Tucker. laugh like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No laugh, just air. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, Thank you for posting that picture. Welcome to Tucker and Mora's Rotating Singing Bee. Yes. Matt, we just want to make sure we give some tickets to a fan. Amy, you're going to have the first crack at beating the box office to see Post Malone on October 3rd. Okay. Pretty simple how the game works. We're going to start a Post Malone song, and then we're going to stop it. Where we stop it is where you have to kick in and carry on. You got to have enthusiasm, energy, and you got to have the right words Mm -hmm. more than anything. Mm -hmm. You get the words wrong, we're moving on to, let's see Sandy's next, so she'd love to win the tickets. All right. You got this. Here we go. In three, two, one. Drinking Henny and I'm trying to forget, but I can't get it out of my head. You probably think that you are... Better now, better now. Always said that you're not around, not around. Never meant to let you down, let you down. But no, you're better now, better now. Oh, Frank. <laughs> okay, well, then, uh, what do you think, Tucker? Some uh, words were a little bit off there. Yeah, uh, and I, we kind of missed a line there. Kind of missed a line kinda there. Missed a line there. Oh! for trying yeah sandy man amy did an awesome job she did an awesome job but there was a key line there holy cow sandy you better bring it you carry on where the song stops you get the words right then you're going to the show october 3rd here's your song i know i always come and go but it's out of my control Nice try. There's no G-Wagon in that one. (laughs) (laughs) Lynn is probably just beside herself, right, Lynn? Yes. (laughs) Okay, well, let's see how you do with this one right here. I know I always come and go, but it's out of my control. Congratulations. Thanks for playing this morning. No way. Yeah, way. <laughs> One third of men will refuse to go swimming, even in a heat wave, Tucker, mm. because of this huge insecurity they have. They don't want to take their shirt off. Do you know what I'm talking about? The shirt off. Oh, I thought it would be more of a. Mm. Uh, what, what would be the insecurity? Would hair. be. Oh, it's I was going to say guts. No, it's body hair. Which is shocking to me. 55% of men are ashamed of their own body ah. hair. What's with the shame? Don't feel ashamed. 31. Well, you love body hair. I do. Mora, there's nothing she likes more than a <laughs> fur coat on top of her hubby. I like chest hair. I don't know when we started thinking chest hair was not a good thing. I love It's very manly. So I'll <laughs> trim my chest hair. Yes. But I don't like the way it looks when it's freshly trimmed. 
I don't go down yes. to the wood either. Okay. Kind of leave a little bit of fur because yeah. I don't want it to be stubbly. But I prefer it kind of where it's at now. And where Which is, it is at like now? a month and a bit of growth. Okay. So it looks like I got some chest hair. Yes. Because it also, I find when you trim your chest hair down too much, uh-huh. you lose some body definition. That chest hair almost creates the look of oh. muscles because of the <laughs> shading, the way where it fills in. Yeah. Your pecs look a little bigger. Oh, yeah, baby. Your Honestly, I love it. Treasure trail shows the way, oh. you know. <laughs> Treasure chill. <laughs> I just love the way it feels. I l- honestly, I love running my fingers through my husband's chest hairs. Is that weird? Nah, I mean it's cool that you're into it because it, it makes him feel probably like he doesn't care. Then yeah, he doesn't take it down at all. Bundes is a guy who you trimmed like your leg hair before you oh, went to Miami, which is not. Forty-seven yeah. percent uh, f- uh, of men have shaved at least a small section of their leg hair. So w- almost half. So yeah, it's pretty normal. I would never take like a razor to my leg, but like I'll take the clippers and trim them down. Yeah. Yeah, never done that. You manscape everything on the bod? Yeah, but I always leave hair. Like I have chest hair right now. Yeah. But it's just, it's it's not. I like want, a- I, that's not enough for me to yeah. run my fingers through, Okay, what through, about man? this? What about this? Let me see. Let me see. see. Oh, this. yeah. Oh, oh better? <laughs> yeah, you're right. That treasure trail does give you a little definition. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an artificial six pack and packs. <laughs> It's because of how I trim the hair. Oh, I kind of create lines. A little shading. <laughs> mm-hmm. STI rates in Canada are rising. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. And experts believe it's because we are using condoms less. Thank you, Tucker. The small things amuse small oh, minds. Oh, is that what they say? More, that was brilliant. Oh, was it? Was I it I knew brilliant? you were doing about a story about STIs on the rise. I figured, what can I play as a sound? And I thought, what would be better than this? I mean, that is clearly something that's going up. You see... Here I am working on these stories, and this is what you're working on? Do you know what you're doing right now? You're killing my buzz. (laughs) Are you done? I don't know. That is ridiculous. And experts believe there are three reasons we're using condoms less. They say we need better sex education in schools. Mm. People don't know how to use them. Also, buying condoms gives people anxiety, shame, and embarrassment. That I find so weird. There's nothing that gives me more pleasure than buying buying condoms and things like that. When I get to the counter yes put it up on there like yep that's right I've been this with- guy is having sex yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i know it, it surprises me too but i need them do you guys sell larger boxes than this or do i have to go to costco for that oh, okay i was with a guy friend of mine at shoppers drug mart and he was buying condoms and he put them down on the the thing mm-hmm. and the woman's like you know just did her entry line like how are you doing sir and he's like how do you think <laughs> pretty good <laughs> but yeah i guess they're saying specifically uh, if you live in a small town and you like you know the person behind the counter everybody no. knows everybody it can be embarrassing um and that people aren't getting tested regularly well so I, that's three, all crazy to three me three basics yes. you know three basics buy the condoms learn about the condoms and get tested regularly yeah and and then if you want to not use them, get into a long-term committed relationship with somebody that you trust. Yes. Somebody who gets tested. Regularly. You get tested. Yes. And then... You share the information. There's communication going on. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, this is crazy. A bunch of Pizza Pizza customers said they paid for their pie with their debit or credit card, and then their bank account was cleaned out. This is in the GTA. <laughs> You found another use for it. This is amazing. This morning, it's a battle of the exes. Two people competing with stories about idiot exes. And it's Charlotte and Heather going head to head. We're going to start with you, Charlotte. What's your first move? Well, I dated a seemingly nice gentleman from Switzerland. About six months in, he goes away on vacation for about eight days. When he got back, he expected me to just run over to him immediately. But I already made plans with my sister to go see the beautiful Aquaman. So I said, no, we'll just hang out the next day. He got so utterly upset and jealous, he thought it would be a really great idea to destroy all of my belongings I had at his place 
take pictures of it, and then send them to me via text in hopes I would just drop everything and run over there. Well, his plan backfired. I didn't even respond to him. I was in such shock. I couldn't believe that he just did that. How long were you dating him for? This was six months in. Wow. wow. What kind of stuff did you have at this guy's place that he was destroying? My straightener, a watch, and a Swiss watch, actually. A cutting board, a bunch of clothes. And How do you destroy a, a cutting board? <laughs> he saw it in half. He I saw it in half. He saw it in half. He's bored. That guy's got to chill out and have yeah. a fondue or something. What do Swiss people do? Have a fondue. <laughs> Eat chocolate and have fondue. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Your first move, Heather. My best friend, her husband, my husband, and a couple other people were on vacation in Punta Cana. And lo and behold, my best friend and husband were having an affair during it. So <gasps> by me and her husband and my daughter were at the pool. I come walking around to bring my daughter back to the room. And lo and behold, see them making out. And then I have to have a good vacation for the rest of the five days. Oh, you have five days <laughs> left and you know that he's already cheated on you with your best friend. Oh, that, that was the day I found out. And what state were they in when you catch them? Pushed up against a wall, going at it, making out. Yeah, why her husband and all her friends were just down the road. I hope mm. you could get yourself your own room after that. Uh, no, it was pretty fun because I had to play like nothing because my daughter was in our room. Oh. So I had to play like nothing happened. Charlotte, what's your second move? So a few months prior to story number one, I was hospitalized due to a severe nausea and fever that lasted for two days. It was the worst experience of my life. I later found out after we broke up by his roommate that it was actually him who poisoned me. <gasps> his brilliant plan was to try and get me a bit sick so I'd call off work and need him to take care of me. He had no idea I would need a hospital. He felt so bad and confided in his roommate about what he had done. And by the time I could do anything about it, I found out he was deported back to Switzerland because he got fired from his job here. Oh! How do you intentionally get someone sick? Yeah, like, what did he use? Um, apparently, he put, like, visine or eye drops in one of my drinks, and the doctors couldn't find anything in my system that seemed uh, abnormal. I took a bunch of blood work, urine tests, everything, and they couldn't find anything out. I just was so sick. So sick. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, he looked worried. <laughs> Yeah, bad. Don't die. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. that'd be a lot to live with. Yeah. Heather, your second and final move. So I was asked to borrow some money from my parents to pay off things because of an injury. So I go and get some money to pay off his credit card. Then I find a message that was sent that uh, they officially went and had sex and he had to go and pay off his credit card so I can see it before the separation. Oh. Yeah, he knew he was out and he just yeah. Want, yeah, he wanted, wanted to, to clear off his debt. <laughs> yeah, so finally then I approached it and then I let my best friend know that I was actually knowing what was going on and happening for months right under my face. Mm. And so they, yeah, they just got married this weekend. So there you go. Did you get invited to that <laughs> wedding? <laughs> No, I actually asked him if they wanted me to walk down the aisle, give something old for something new, right? Oh! <laughs> oh, burn! <laughs> you should hook up with the, your best friend's husband, ex-husband. Oh, ew, ew. That's what uh, everybody said. That's what Shania Twain did. Really? Yeah. yeah her husband hooked up with her best friend. And so oh, she yeah. ended up hooking up with the best friend's husband after. Perfect. It was a while after, but they were kind of consoling each other. And then Aww. one thing led to another. <laughs> almost like a big swinger party. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> what are we going to do here? Charlotte's ex poisoned her and destroyed all her stuff when she didn't immediately show up after he returned from a trip. And by the way, cutting a cheese board in half just makes two smaller cheese boards, which kind of comes in handy sometimes, right? True. <laughs> okay. And Heather's ex cheated on her with her best friend. I mean, how cliche is that? Mm -hmm. And then wanted to pay off his credit cards before he split. <laughs> the good news is everybody's getting a prize. And our winner this morning is Charlotte. Yeah! <laughs> Great stories. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Tucker and Mora in the morning on today's best music. Energy. Energy. Wake up. Hey. Energy 95.3.